Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Chrissy. And today we're doing a big old episode. Two-parter smashed into one. So we're discussing season three, episodes 15 and 16. The one where Ross and Rachel take a break and the one with the morning after we made it to the break we made it we will be discussing the big question um yeah there's a lot to to digest from these episodes for sure and we've had a while to digest them because we watched (laughs) this episode together (laughs) months ago forever ago sorry life just got crazy yeah you know life is life yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're here. But happy holidays. Thanks yes. for joining us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this is a good Christmas present. If you're listening to this in the future, I don't know. Enjoy the present just because we like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What time is it? It's time for the Friends Fast 15. Wow, that has some soul in it. Mm, beautiful. Also, this is a really jam-packed 15, so... I know. I was going to say, should we do 30? But no, it'll be more fun if we keep yeah. 15. Are you ready? Oh, I just pulled out my calculator instead of my stopwatch. I feel Your like calculator I is often. not going to help you. Nope. Okay, are you ready, Meg? Get that yawn out of town. It's going to make me yawn. Oh, no. <gasps> okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Get steady. Go. So Ross is being needy over Rachel having to be at work, and they get in a fight, and they break up, and then Ross, quote-unquote, cheats on Rachel. Is it cheating? That was 11 seconds. Oh, really? I thought for sure it was going to be long. <laughs> no, you're good. Here. Oh, tiny. Okay. And go. Uh, feebly, feebly, Phoebe gets a diplomat, um, and then Monica runs off with the translator pretty much, and race, race, Ross and Rachel have an argument, and, um, Ross cheats, I think, maybe, I don't know, we'll talk about it. That was 15. Whew. I meant to say more, but I feel like I only got through the first part. I did. Chris, you can talk about the whole second part of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like trying to think. Oh my god. Are you ready? Um, Okay. Set. Go. Uh, Pain zine with a little wax and eating organic wax and Joey and Chandler fuck up and Rachel throws a newspaper. Big fight. Big question. Oh. Fourteen. I'm nice. naming I'll the episode that. that. Big fight. Big fight. Big question. Big question. <laughs> I think it's an easy question. I yeah, I agree. But you know, I I think so too. But like, this is such a big deal for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Chris, you got your work cut out for you today. Yeah, you this a is a big old synopsis. Super synopsis. 
All right. I'm ready. Super sis. I'm ready to be reminded because I was worried about doing the Friends Fest 15 because it's been a couple weeks. I did watch it twice, mm-hmm. um, but it's been a little bit since I watched it twice because we had planned to record and then plans fell through again. Um, so, yeah. It's coming back to me, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, Chloe is introduced in this episode. Chloe is the hot girl from the Xerox place. Um, she has been talked about a couple of times coming up to this episode. Um, so she, Joey and Chandler go and visit her, essentially. And um, she invites them to go to a club. But Joey and Chandler are thinking that they might be, they might have been uh, offered a threesome with Chloe. But it turns out it wasn't the case. He just, she just invited them to come out to a club that night. So meanwhile, Phoebe, Phoebe is going out with Sergey. He's a diplomat from a foreign country, and he can't speak. He doesn't speak any English, so he has a translator with him, and his name is Misha. And um, he follows them around on dates to translate, but starts to get in the way with the date and just kind of like ruins the mood when uh, Sergey is trying to say something sweet. And then he just like pops out of nowhere and says it <laughs> and just like ruins it. So uh, Phoebe asks Monica if she would like to come out with them as like a double date so she can kind of keep uh, Misha, you know, uh, to doing their own thing too. And it works out very well, but then they start getting into a fight and the translator tells Sergey that he should learn some English and this is baloney and why can't I have my own time Blah, 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 blah. And so they get in a fight and then they leave. Monica leaves with the translator. And it's just Phoebe and Sergey and they just like stare at each other. And then he's like, uh, plate. And she's like, yeah, 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 plate, plate. And like, that's it. And it's just like a very awkward. So awkward. They need Google time. Translate between each other. Mm. Right. Dude, for real. So, um, back to Ross. So, Ross is at Monica's at this point and he is waiting for Rachel to come home from work so they can celebrate their anniversary. Um, but Rachel calls him and says that she's going to be stuck at work late tonight and she's very sorry, but you know, it's, um, she's got a lot of things going on at work and it's just not a great time. So Ross decides that he's going to bring a picnic basket lunch or dinner thing to her work, even though she says that she's very busy and it's a bad time. So he does anyway to try to be romantic, but she is having a deadline with some orders and can't do anything. So um, he gets kind of upset and he just kind of causes a ruckus in her office and embarrasses her. And so she yells at him and he goes home. So later on, um, Rachel comes home and Ross is back at Monica's and they're going to talk about it. They have another fight again about, you know, I guess we could discuss this part later, but they have another fight and um, he's like, I'm tired of having a relationship with your answering machine and this is crazy. You're working all the time and blah, blah, blah. And she says like, I'm sorry, but this is something that I'm really enjoying. This is my job. Do you want me to quit just because you can, you know, feel like you have a girlfriend, etc." And so he's like, I don't know what to do anymore. And she says, I don't know either. And maybe we should take a break. So, Ross goes, he leaves the apartment, doesn't say a word, he leaves, and he meets Joey and Chandler out of the club, and he gets a drink and just is very upset with the with this. So um, 
Rachel is waiting by the phone for Ross throughout the night. She's like hoping that he'll call because she thinks she made a mistake by saying that she's like missing him and what have you. So Mark calls from her office and um, he's like, are you okay? She says no. So he's like, I'm going to come over. He comes over and um, basically just for someone to talk to. Uh, eventually Ross does call. He hears Mark in the background, gets very upset because he's very jealous of him, remember, and just hangs up and bah, whatever. He's over it. So Chloe is at this club where Ross is at and he she asks him to dance. He does. And um, then they end up kissing. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> So, since we're doing a two-parter, um, we're going to go right on into the sec- the next episode, which is the morning after. Um, I am... Where are my notes, guys? I lost them. <laughs> They're Thomas, gone. Where are you? Okay, here it is. I found it. I'm sorry. Okay, I, even though I already don't need my notes, I know it already happens, but, you know, <laughs> makes it sound better. So, Just in case. Just in case. So, um... Next morning, it, the show opens up on the next morning where Ross's apartment, he wakes up alone and is very worried that something happens. He realizes no one's in his bed, so he just like turns over and goes back to sleep. Well, Chloe gets out of her, his bathroom and is like, good morning! And he's like, what? Like, oh shit! <laughs> so, um, horrified, he's you know trying to get her out of the apartment. He realizes what he's done, whatever. So he gets an answer, a phone message from Rachel from the night before, and he says, she says that she apologizes and says he does, she doesn't want to take a break and this is silly. You know they should get back together, and he's she's going to come over in the morning and um, they're going to talk it through. And so Ross is rushing to get Chloe out of the apartment, and um, as soon as he opens the door to let her out, Rachel is there, and luckily she's behind. Well, not literally luckily, it's bad but she's behind the door and Rachel's like can I be your girlfriend and again and Ross says yes yes definitely and they're very happy yada yada so um, Ross is still very upset about everything he goes and tells Chandler and Joey about what happened they both tell him don't tell Rachel you're just going to hurt her it's no good just yeah you shouldn't tell her so then Joey says did you think about the trail and he was like what what do you mean and he's like, you always got to think about the trail <laughs> of, you know, from the girl you did it with to the girl that you hope never finds out. And there is a trail. So Chloe works with a guy named Isaac. Isaac's sister is uh, Jasmine. Jasmine works with Phoebe at the massage parlor and Phoebe knows Rachel. So that's the trail. So uh, Ross goes around town trying to figure out, you know, ask everybody, please don't tell her, please don't tell her. And it turns out that Jasmine, the is, agrees not to tell Phoebe. However, she did tell his her roommate, which happens to be Gunther, at the coffee house. And as we kind of already know, Gunther has a small crush on Rachel. So, of course, Gunther tells Rachel what's going on. And that is how Rachel finds out what happened. So, we get into the big explosion of the episode where Ross and Rachel have a massive fight and... Um, about everything. It's very emotional. I don't really want to get into the, you know, super detail about it, but uh, in the end, they agree. Actually, by the way, Monica and Phoebe buy this wax, 
like this leg wax and it hurts very bad and it's not supposed to by the way <laughs> so they are all during this fight they are all crammed into monica's bedroom like thinking that oh yeah we're not here but really they are and they're listening this entire time entire fight in the meantime anyways very emotional fight going on um it ends with rachel telling him that you hurt me very bad i don't i never thought you would ever hurt me like this and um i i it's over now i can't look at you the same way sorry not sorry but like i can't do this and it's very sad and it you know it's one of those points in tv or movies or whatever that just gets you i've seen this episode zillions of times and it still like chokes me up especially when ross is like holding on to rachel's hands and is like i can't live without these arms and these legs or whatever and it's like like it just it pulls at you Mm -hmm. so anyway um that's the end of the the episode and um that's that they are broken up so i did a very quick version of that one but you did great I just want to say that when we rewatched this the last time, my mom watched it with us. And my mom, uh, my mom just never watched Friends. It was popular during a time where she didn't watch TV that much, she claims. But that's kind of bullshit because I know <laughs> that she would watch soap operas. So just saying, you've recorded them all the time on the TV. Friends was going on. You could have watched it. But anyway... Uh, which is probably why I never watched it. But she was watching this episode and like she was getting emotional and she's like, I don't even know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then at the end of it was like, well, can we watch the next one? And I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> we can't yes. because then we'll have to podcast about it. And mm-hmm. Chrissy has to watch it with us. Mm-hmm. So funny. It's yeah. I mean, that's a really good um you know, part thing of what you said, but like even people who don't know these characters, they just see the show, you know, once or whatever, and they get so involved. It's to imagine yeah. like people that are already involved in this, in these characters. It's just such a they the actor, the acting in this episode was fantastic, and um, yeah, you know whether you're a fan of, I know some people are not fans, but and some people are, but whether you're a fan of Ross and Rachel together or part or whatever you get involved in this episode no matter if you're for them or against their relationship it's extremely difficult to watch and heart it was very emotional to see but anyway so who should we discuss who should we talk about first which how should we uh do this get everybody out of the way before ross and rachel and do them last yes that's a good idea because they're like like, the brunt of it yeah, so like the people who are least in it are probably Phoebe and Monica, and we can maybe talk about them. Yeah, I mean, they have a part in the first part. And then they're kind of like lumped and in then, with the others at the end. Yeah. The other part. Yeah. So Phoebe meets Sergey, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yes. I think that their relationship is sweet. I, I like agree. Sergey. It's cute. Yeah. I like um, that Phoebe gives it a chance, even though it, it's going to be difficult with a language barrier. She's still yeah. like very willing to give it a chance and see where it goes. And, you know, maybe she'll learn a language or maybe he'll learn a language or like she's very open about it. And that's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. What's the translator's name? Misha. Yeah, Misha. So <laughs> Misha, it's like he gets annoyed that he has to do his job. 
<laughs> and I'm like, right. dude, this is what you signed up for. You signed That's up very to be Sergei's translator. <laughs> yes. I mean, I really like him, too, as a character. Yeah. And I think... I think he just had a breaking point, which it's not funny, but it's it's funny how they did it in the show. Yeah. And he was like, just would it would be nice if someone talked to me yeah. for once in a while. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's like, he's paying for you. And even Phoebe says it like, isn't he paying for your meal? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It was cute. It was funny that the whole situation backfired on. Phoebe, Monica even left. She didn't even like stick with Phoebe. Right. No, she felt bad with Misha too. She's like, fine, we're gonna go. And like, <laughs> I don't know, just upset. It's just funny. Um I liked when Misha was like, uh Phoebe's like, Can you tell Sergey that I like his suit? And he's like, <sighs> Sergey, Phoebe likes your suit. And then he's like, oh, thank you. Tell her that she's beautiful or whatever. And he was like, uh, he says that you look very pretty tonight. Your hair golden like the sun. Anyway, so you're a chef. And like, he just. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to do what I need to do and then move on to my conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like, yeah, your hair golden like the sun. So you're a chef. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's great. But anyway, I liked that they put a little bit of humor into the uh, craziness that was going on. Yeah, it was like a nice break from the heaviness because like I've been saying for a little while, like you could feel this coming with Ross and Rachel. So like to have a nice comedic relief part of the episode was nice, which they also do with Phoebe and Monica and Joey and Chandler in the bedroom in the Mm -hmm. second half of the episode. Like Mm -hmm. they're like they're stuck in Monica's bedroom and they have to overhear this entire fight. And then they get like Rachel says, or no, no, no. They find out that Joey and Chandler said not to tell her. And then like Monica and Phoebe are mad at them and they're like hitting them. And Mm -hmm. it's, it was again, another nice comedic relief part of a really heavy part because like what was going on with Ross and Rachel was getting heavier as the episode went on. And then, you know, just to break every now and then to Monica's room and see them all pressed up against the door or, um, it was just a nice little laugh break. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Even like the wax thing, it was like super random, super Mm -hmm. like not, I'm not sure necessary, but like, it was funny. It's yeah. so true because like that totally happened not <laughs> only in the 90s, but like it happens now. Like you're like, right. how can it be pain free? <laughs> and cool, then, like, let's just try it. Chandler and Joey like eating it because they were so yeah. hungry <laughs> and they couldn't leave the bedroom. Oh, well, they think it doesn't hurt that bad. And Joey's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they both were screaming like, ow, ow, ow. And so Joey and Chandler both ran in there to help, and Chandler has the tea kettle. Like he's like, rah, rah. got the tea, like holding onto the tea kettle. I'm like, um, I guess you can smack someone with that, right. I suppose. But like, it was just funny how how he was holding it was, <laughs> like, okay, what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> yeah, because he was holding it so gently, like from the handle and from the bottom. Mm. It's like, all right, cool, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, Joey and Chandler really didn't have a lot of uh, 
screen time, if you will. And really, they just wanted... of these episodes, so they were very much background. But how do you guys feel about them telling Ross <laughs> to not tell Rachel? I can see why they told him to do that. It's hard. It's really hard. But, but like, you're not in the relationship. So I can see how it's easy for them to mm-hmm. be like, you know, it's not going to benefit from everything. Which they're right. I guess no one will benefit and it yeah. will hurt her. But, like, wouldn't eh. it hurt more if she found out later? I mean, and she, does, she does. But, like, yeah. she did. It's hard because, like, I mean, and we're going to talk about this, too, whenever we, like, get to Ross and Rachel's fight. But, like, they were on a break. So, truly, in my opinion, like, Ross didn't technically do anything wrong. He reacted on impulse. He reacted because he was saddened. Like, it would... I don't know. I'm just really torn. And it's clearly not a situation I ever want to be in. So, like, I don't know what I would do. I feel like you can't possibly know exactly how you would react unless you were in in that total situation. Yeah. Right. So it's like, like, I don't know. I mean, I I can understand why they said it. But also, at the end of the day, being honest is always better. Right. Like, But then you're going to have to deal with the fallout. But, like, either way, you might have to deal with the fallout. So why not just get it over with? Right. For a slim chance, you might not have to. Right, like, because, and I agree with you about um, whether it counted or not or whatever, but again, we'll get into that later. It's like, well, since it, you know, wasn't wasn't intentional and all that, like, does it matter to tell her? But, like, I don't know if I could go on living with that, knowing it happened and not telling my favorite person in the world, you know? Yeah. Especially when, like, I think Ross says this, like, he wants things to be truthful especially when things have been sort of rocky so it's just it's hard it's hard and well uh, he he also uses that as an excuse when later on during the fight he says i wanted to tell you i thought i should have but then joey and chandler convinced me not to it's like well okay but you yeah, have your own brain like yeah. don't You're, put that on them like yeah. if you don't think it's it's good idea for you and you should or whatever then do what you think is right even though like you're not gonna agree with everyone's advice you know you know like it's just how things work and whatever i don't know like that yeah. wasn't a good excuse for me i was like yeah oh like what do you expect you to say oh okay then <laughs> right. right right okay well I'll, be, I'll just be mad at them instead it's like mm. and like i wonder maybe it wouldn't have changed i don't know but i wonder if well, no, I think it would have a little bit, at least some of the hurt, maybe. Like, if Ross had just straight up been like, holy shit, like, this happened, and, like, I'm, it's killing me, and I need to tell you, and I can't believe it happened, instead of, hey, I just caught you trying to clear up this trail to not get to me, and, like, now I can't believe you would do that on top of, like, what already yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, And then, like, if she hadn't found out the way she found out, how long was he going to wait to tell her? And then, like, it would have just imploded worse. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's just a weird situation. I like this kind of thing, though, outside looking in for this. Human situation. <laughs> it's a very real situation, which is we've talked about a lot w- about what makes this show so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's got layers. 
like an onion and an ogre. <laughs> Cakes have layers. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get to the good part. I'm so oh, excited. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, can we first of all talk about this part of the fight? The first fight as well is where R- Rachel calls Ross and says, sorry, but I think we're going to have to cancel our date. I'm swamped at work. And he comes with a picnic basket. How do we feel about this? I'm also torn on this because to be fair for Ross, she doesn't really explain why she's swamped at work. So like, is it just, she has to be there. She can't leave. So like maybe he could brighten her evening by bringing this to her to still be together. Um, I think really what goes wrong is just like how it's done when he's there. So it's like he could have come in and and maybe even just been like, I just wanted to drop you off dinner. I love you. I miss you. Here's some food. Peace out. Yes. But here's the thing. She she says it nicely Mm -hmm. twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She says, Ross, sweet. Like, this is very sweet of you. But but. But like I don't have time. Like I can't. I don't have time to stop. Like thank you, but but I really don't. And he goes around her, behind her, like you know, around her, and was like, Sophie, like asks her other coworker, does she have time for this? And he, she's yeah, like, right. Hey, wait, I told you I don't. Right. That's, like don't. That, that's the. Line. You know, you're not trusting her to tell you. Like she said it nicely twice. She said it over the phone. She says thank you. I appreciate it that you came down to bring me dinner. And she says, but I can't, I can't stop right now. Yeah. Uh, I think and he that still pushes. Mm-hmm. I think that that, that right there is the key issue. It's not that he came. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that, at all. No. It's that he came and he stayed and how he reacted once he was there. You can come and you can bring her dinner and you can give her a kiss, give her a hug, say happy anniversary, say I love you and leave and be like, I just really wanted you to enjoy this dinner. I'm really sorry that we can't do this the way that we intended, but I I at least wanted you to eat it and then be like, I'll see you later tonight or tomorrow afternoon or something like, yeah, the way that Ross treats it is like, I mean, clearly I'm sure Rachel would love to have dinner with you on your anniversary, right? but it's just treated as if like she doesn't and he's the only one who's missing out and being hurt by it and not taking any of the context clues of like, She's actually really busy. Get out. Well, he, this goes back. This also reminds me, like the way you said it, Meg, was reminds me, like we had this other fight where he was making fun of what she does, mm-hmm. and it kind of is goes back to that again too. He doesn't yeah. think it's important, right? And not for her to blow off, and she's not even blown off. She's saying like she's very sorry, whatever. And maybe maybe it is the fact that maybe she is working too much, and like we'll get into that in a minute. But like, she, he is not taking it serious, right. and he doesn't think it's important of a job. Like, who cares? And he's like, she's like, I have a deadline. If I don't make these orders, you know, like it's a big deal. And like, you know what? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Ross as much as the next guy. Like, I'm not a, a Ross hater, but like in this moment, it's like f you, man. Like. She, this is a big deal for her, and it, it, and it, not only for her as a person, but for anyone. Like, you're working in New York City, in a, uh, Bloomingdale's 
office like mm-hmm. that's a big job that's not nothing yeah like she can very well climb the ladder at a place like that and make good money and be a like you know clothes are clothes you everyone needs clothes <laughs> and yeah. some people buy rich clothes so like this is not a nothing job right why are you treating it like that ross comes off as the type of guy who would be um upset if his wife made more than him or did more than him i could see that and feel it i feel cringy just thinking about it yeah so i like i wonder if there's some of that in this where he's like well i want to provide for you Mm. i want you to depend on me almost feels like um emasculated is that the right word yeah and I feel like oh, some men were brought up that way, where like they are the breadwinner, they are supposed to support their family and be the one, whatever. But like it doesn't have Times to be changing, like that. Yo. Times are changing, mm-hmm. and like whether you don't understand it or not, she was very clear. Yeah. Like I, I understand that. Like it seems like I'm very much on her side, and and I kind of am on this, this fight. But like, I definitely <sighs> am. I mean, come on, man. Like she was. And then she finally talks up and says, hey, I told you I don't. Right. Go Like, go home. You know, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you later. I don't have time for this. Because you're making it worse than it is. Right. Because and when they come up. Go ahead. Sorry. It goes very quickly from, like, wow, what you're doing is very sweet. Like, I really appreciate it. But I just don't have the time. To he's not listening to me. Now I'm pissed. Yeah. Which is how I would react. Like. I'm trying to tell you very nicely and calmly how much I appreciate what you're doing. And you're just disregarding what I'm saying, asking somebody else, even though I just like, that's not okay. It's not okay. So now I'm angry with you and now I'm going to snap because you need to leave. Plus I'm already stressed because I'm trying to do my job that you think isn't important because I don't know, I didn't go to school for it or something like that. You know, I, I don't know. I think he would just, he's always going to think something in fashion isn't, as right. good of a job as others but right. it's like it's not okay it's her passion just like right. dinosaurs are your passion ross you don't have to like <laughs> i don't yeah, ross <laughs> you don't have just to like saying. do the things that he does in order to be a success right is she happy yeah she's making a name for herself awesome yeah and i mean Later on, okay, like, later on, she comes home and says, like, you know, about the other, like, about tonight, you know, and he's like, it's okay, you're stressed. And he's like, she's like, wait a minute, um, I was going to give you a chance to apologize to me because of the way you act, like, acted at the office. You don't bring a picnic pack to get to someone's lunch, like, to someone's work or whatever. Okay, like, bringing food is nice and it's one thing, and I would not be upset or right. whatever if, if you know my significant other did that that's very sweet but him lighting candles lighting shit on fire having the damn peppercorn grinder making noise when she's on the phone mm-hmm. you know like I mean, he was a nuisance like i'm sorry but like come on man don't you get it like you're in a corporate office and you're acting like a she even says it, like a park ranger mm-hmm. yeah i think well, that like that second part of the fight like whenever well i guess it's still the first part whenever he whenever she's home um 
I think that she wouldn't have been as mad about because, you know, she says, like, you don't just bring a picnic basket to someone's work. And like, I think that she would have been okay with that again had he just left. So but because he didn't, she like that whole situation is now just like tarnished to her Mm -hmm. and she's madder than she maybe would have been otherwise. So like I I feel like maybe people who are against Rachel in this moment don't necessarily think about the fact that she she did seem okay with like the fact that he brought her a meal to begin with. It was how it continued to go after the fact. Yes. I mean, who wouldn't think that was sweet? Like, hey, I brought this right. for you. I know you're swamped, so I'm going to go, but I love you. I'll see you later. We'll talk later, okay? Like, make sure you, I, I would be like, you know, make sure you take a minute to eat, okay? Mm-hmm. Just take a, take mm-hmm. a, take a little bit of time. Bye. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's so what? I mean, and sweet, you know? That's, come on. You know. And he had the right idea. It's just, Jesus. Like, <laughs> he had the opportunity to apologize. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, yeah, um, I'm supposed to apologize no like i mean and he says it later like he says it calmly like he's like i'm just i miss you and i'm tired of having a relationship with your answering machine and hey i understand like i'll give i'll be on his side for that or whatever or what sides like i can understand that but like in the beginning of this kind of a job i mean you have to give it your all otherwise they don't think that you want it and she wants this Mm-hmm. so like you can't really fault her but then again okay can Rachel try and be home more okay I get like I guess if that's really bothersome or whatever but like he should understand I don't know I think too that this has to be this has to be looked at specifically from a perspective in the early 90s because it was very much the culture that like that's how you move up in a job is giving too much being there too often like that was the work culture then Um, yeah so do I necessarily agree that she should have had to do those things to move up no I don't especially not in work culture nowadays like whenever it hits five o'clock you should turn your computer off and go and enjoy your life because living your life is way more important than a job But in the early 90s, that wasn't the culture. And that's not how people thought and felt, which is unfortunate, but that is what it is. So, like, while I get what Ross is saying as a person living now in 2021, I agree that, yeah, she should she should try to be home more often. She should she should try to enjoy being with her boyfriend more than just like being stuck at the office until eight or nine o'clock at night. Like it's ridiculous that someone would have to do that. But at the end of the day, at the time period that we're watching this show in, that is literally what you had to do, which sucks, but it is what it is. And like, I would think that Ross knows that being somebody who works in a corporate type world and is working in the early nineties, like, he didn't get his position just like by it being handed to him. So like he should he should re- realize and remember that. And Well, yeah, just... I mean like their first date, he was called in right. to the museum for some kind of I don't know, emergency blah blah blah. 
And he like dropped that, and I get it like after a while, because like it's not, it's probably not have just been one time where Rachel had to work late, so like okay, yeah. but I mean, yeah, man, I like times have changed, that is for sure. Yeah, it's it's just, I mean, I I agree that she shouldn't be there that late, but also understand that in that time, that is just what it was, and it sucks, but like. He, uh, he at the when this fight is going on, he also again basically instills how unimportant he thinks her job is, though, which I think is really what snaps her. Mm-hmm. Because doesn't he again say something like, "It's just a job." Yeah, she yeah, says it's just some, a job. Yeah, and she was like, "It's just a job." Do you realize like how important this is to me? I'm like, I had to stop my life. She's basically essentially like. I changed my life around and I'm finally not at a stupid coffee house serving, which I don't want to do. I don't want to be a server. So I moved on and I'm trying to do something with my life and I'm finally there and I'm doing it and I like it and it's great. And you're telling me this is just a job. Like, no, like who cares? No, come on. You, he saw it firsthand. He saw her cutting up her credit cards Day one of her new life to Mm -hmm. now. I think that what's so important with this situation is very specific to Rachel and her journey. So, like, she was always just given everything. And the fact that she has now figured out how to become successful, that is what is important to her. And the fact that Ross doesn't seem to be proud of her or something for, like doing what she wants to uh, coming from a family who like didn't want her to even do this it it might it might like make her think of the family that she kind of like has left behind and be like why are you why are you not encouraging me why are you not proud of me why are you not pushing me you're kind of holding me back which is like what her parents have really done to her her whole life realistically right she doesn't want to be the trophy wife yeah and it's like is that what you want of her which is not fair to somebody who's come so far no agreed and you know what with all this stuff going on you know her saying maybe we should just take a break and whatever like it's valid too like okay and I understand that Ross is that's the last thing he wants to do he just, like, walks out the door, like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not dealing with this right now. Fine. Like, he's just like, Mer. And I understand his point, too. Like, really, we're, we're trying so hard. We're in a rocky spot, and you just want to give up? I don't want to do that. Like, whatever. So, I don't know. I It's, the whole situation is crazy. I think. And. I'm sorry. Go ahead, ahead, Kate. Go ahead. Oh, no. No, nothing. It was, I don't even, no. It's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I think, also, it's, like, it's been building more for it seems to have been building more for Rachel than Ross. Like, I feel like Ross has just been taking the poor me route. He's been cruising in this relationship. Right. He's just been like feeling like he's the only one who's not spending time. And it's like, well, Rachel is too. He's trying. And yeah. And here's Rachel who is being, Ross is just being overbearing, sending, um, 
those people to come sing at her at work and like just sending so many flowers and um stuffed animals and like being jealous because of this mark person so like all that has layered up for rachel too so i feel like she would be the one to come to the breaking point before ross would and i mean she regrets it really fast too because she doesn't want that but like it was just a really stressful moment like i feel like it was going to happen because of everything that layered up yeah yeah i mean definitely makes sense that's for sure like she's been very patient trying to be or trying to be yeah you're right where it's like okay i don't know what else to say like it's been working maybe maybe we should take a break right and that's how she feels and that's how she feels and it's unfortunate the way that like Mark shows up and blah 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 and it's like son of a bitch because and you know what I I don't know what you guys think but I have I think that Mark was doing that on purpose where I he agree. said loud shit on purpose mm-hmm. and I just like and it was actually never really thought of that before I like the last couple times I watched this I'm like he says that pretty loud he she like he knows who she's talking to right and she, he also knows that this could potentially ta- cause a fight. Like he knows that she, that he's been jealous of Mark. Like he knows that. And he's like, "Hey, what do you want to drink?" And it's like, "Dude, shut up!" Right. Like right. you're not here for any other reason but to talk. Right. So why are you making it sound worse than it is? Yeah. Why are you gonna stir up trouble where there's no there's no trouble? trouble. Yeah. <laughs> what What are you doing? He did that shit on purpose. I'm sorry. (laughs) Also, even just offering to come over, like, potentially knowing why she is feeling this way is also kind of a shitty move on his part. Like, knowing full well that, again, if he, like, he knows of the jealousy. I mean, I'm not here to defend Ross's jealousy because I think that it's overbearing and annoying. But, like... Mark has seen it firsthand and knows. So, like, don't you think that maybe the best option would be to just, like, talk with her on the phone I instead felt, of coming over? I would have felt overbearing as Mark. Like, yeah, overstepping. I would have been, yeah, I would have been like, okay, well, she tells him you want to no. talk about it? Yeah. Talk about it to me on the phone so that in case he comes back, I'm not here. I don't want him to well, think anything. Like, that is common sense. In my it opinion. totally is exactly like because she even says he's like i'm gonna come over and she's like no 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 don't and he was like i'm coming and she's like okay yeah right and it's like dude right. she kind of told you already like yeah she said no and of course like ross didn't see that he doesn't know that she said no he doesn't it's just annoying and he's hurt so then when he hears him that's just like it's just uh, all a bunch of bad stuff so in a row. Much, so much. I don't I don't blame Rachel for like the whole Mark coming over thing though. Cause yeah, I agree. I think Mark was being overbearing. Mark came over even after she said no. Mark was being loud on purpose. Like And she there was no intention to do anything. Like correct. Never. No, no, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. And I don't know, like I'm not defending Ross and his actions after that. I really am not because I don't really, you know, like, I don't agree with this and I'm on Rachel's side as far as that goes. But, however, they were on a break. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. uh, I'm sorry, man, right. but it's true. Like, 
And she even says it. If you pay attention, she's telling the next morning she tells Monica, like Monica's making a smoothie or whatever in the blender. Yeah. And she says, Ooh, how was your big anniversary dinner? And she was like, Oh, we decided to break up instead. She said it. Yeah. Yeah. So like they are broken up and both of their eyes, they are broken up. So there's technicality, like the tech technically he didn't do anything. Bad timing. I still be pissed. All of that stuff, like I don't agree. Yes. But outside looking in, emotion off the table. Mm-hmm. Technically, <laughs> right. he didn't do anything wrong in that right. sense. Yeah, I think we actually all agree about that. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because I can't, I'm not here to say that I wouldn't be hurt if I found out. <laughs> of course. That, that right. like, happened. Yes. It's shitty what happened. But I'm not going to say you cheated on me. I'm right. going to say you made a bad decision. Right. You made and a that's bad something decision. to work through. Yeah. Right. We can talk about it. Um, I'm not here to be like, I can't even look at you the same. Like, that is where I'm kind of like, Rachel is being a little bit. I mean, again, this is emotions. And like I said, like, I've felt this coming for a bit anyway. So, like, I'm sure that this was just the last straw. But, like, that to me is where I'm like, can you really be this mad at him over that? I mean, like, I'm not saying that you need to be like, well, we were broken up, so it's fine. Like, come back. <laughs> but it's all good. To not even, like, <laughs> give a chance for, like a, con- a, like, a better conversation or to, like, hear him out, like, let him apologize, let both of you guys talk it out, give him the opportunity to apologize for the dinner debacle like I don't know but I I think that this is going to be better for their relationship anyway like I just think that they do truly need a break I agree I think the part that also like I was saying like um that makes it so much harder for Rachel too is all the other stuff that's been going on as well I like that they have such an extensive conversation like they literally I think talk all night yeah all night um like they do talk through so much and like you don't know if they're gonna get back together or not or what they're gonna do and I almost feel like like I feel like every couple has had like a quote fight or an argument or something where you like stay up way too late and it's like you're tired and there's emotions and you're crying and you're angry and like and it's hard because so many people give you the advice of, like, don't go to sleep angry. But genuinely, sometimes you just need a good night's sleep. Right. Sometimes you need to take a break from thinking about it. So, yeah. like, it's almost like it came to that head. And then it was just like, we're breaking up. We, we need we need a break from each other. So it's it's hard. I don't know. It's It makes me sad. It does. I mean, like, like I said earlier in this episode... Watching that final scene there is very, very raw. Oh man, it's it is raw. Yeah, like they did such like David Trimmer, Jennifer Aniston did so great into that. Like you, and it's interesting. It's really cool because like behind the scenes stuff. Like after they called cut, like they were still hugging each other and they were actually like real crying. Yeah, both of them were like real tears of like how emotionally involved into the characters they were which you can tell 
and like that's probably what made it so awesome of a scene is of that like happening like, the actors were so good with it and it was like man you everyone had the feels i'm sorry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i like i will say it everyone has the feels while watching this episode especially that last scene it's uh yeah where ross is like i can't imagine living without these arms i'm like oh my god stop right yeah that whole sequence like it is so real like even to the point where like they're just sitting there and staring and ross is like what are you thinking you know and then the other part where they decide they're hungry so they decide to order a pizza and then ross is like no anchovies and she's like extra anchovies <laughs> so he's like it's okay i'll pick it up she's like can you chop some up and throw it right in the sauce <laughs> that's right he's like shit <laughs> like all of that just was, every little bit of it was so real and i feel like you can relate to it in some way or another just it's just so good yeah it was, it was very good it was very good and sad like you know it's good when this whole time we're just like Ross, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do that? And then we still, still feel, feel we still feel bad yeah, that still, this happened. Still feel bad, yeah. Yes. And we don't want it to happen. And oh my god. Yeah, I mean, like it's very sad. By no means did I want them to break up, but I do think that it's gonna be good for them. I agree. How or sad. when or I don't know, but. We shall see. Yeah, like how I long do. is this break? In a previous, <laughs> shut up, Chris. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, this is a hypothesis, but like, I kind of think that it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be like a couple seasons. I feel like this isn't gonna be a fast get back together. I agree with that. I don't know how far, but I don't think it's and gonna like, be anytime soon. Do they only break up once? Is this the breakup? Wait, are they like an I feel off? like because of how emotional it was, this is the breakup. And then when they get back together, they're back together. All right. I like that. But I don't know. The silence from the other end of this call. Because mm-hmm. she can't say shit. Nope. <laughs> Just tell me. Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> it would ruin the integrity of the show, Meg. Just and like you already that. guys already know some stuff anyway. I know. Stup- Overall, though, for a show being out for twenty five years, like shocking, true. we don't know more. True. That's true. So I don't know. All right. Cool. I'm all like, I'm all like sad now. Thoughts and rankings. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's do it. Um. As, I like this episode because of all the emotions you get with it. Mm-hmm. I like talking, like I like talking about them. Yeah, like the because there's so much involved and stuff. Um, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's not fun. It's a very emotional episode, and that's what makes it <laughs> intriguing to watch. It's so it's fun. fun. Watching their pain is great. Yeah, no, it's not fun. It's just like a good episode because it's so full of emotion and whatever. It's very good that way. But um, I don't know what to rank it. That's hard because like yeah. it's a great iconic. This is like probably the most iconic 
of them all, right? Because like you think we were on a break is like the biggest right thing about the show. So like I guess I have to get it give it a high score. You do what so, you feel in your heart. Be now, as real as Ross and Rachel. Okay. Now don't forget we're ranking like each half. So like Oh poop. That's true. So like Okay, I got it. Yeah. I got it. for part one yeah for part one okay 8.679 yeah and then my part two is 9.201 so we had technical difficulties with the number sheet so maybe next episode i will update you guys with like where these fall in our rankings i'm sorry it it wants me to not only update numbers, but update my entire operating system. And I do not have time for that right now. <laughs> I, too, would rank part two higher. Katie, do you want to go next or me? You can go. All right. I'm going to give part one. So, again, just to remember here, part one is the picnic debacle and the first fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they go out to the bar. And then it ends before you know exactly what happened. Yeah. But you can guess. I think I'm going to give it a 9.012. And part two, I'm going to give purely just for acting alone, like a 9787. Nice. Nice. Um, Yeah. The rawness of everything just is going to have higher scores. The first one. Uh. Hmm. The first one I'm going to give maybe uh, 6.999. Wow. Well, this, I felt like the second one was so much better. Okay. Um, the second one, I love the bouncing between so much realness to like the friends in the room doing something silly like it's a very good balance yeah um it helped you get through without sobbing your eyes out until the end and then you could just cry um that one definitely a nine nine point seven five five very good all right. Well, I can guarantee you that those are going to be in our top tens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. At least part two for everybody. And I would assume part two is going to be one of our overall top tens, too, at least to this point. Nice. Very nice. But I'll give you uh, real data next time we're together. I hope there are many effects for this episode. Oh, sorry. You said facts. Okay, yeah, I'm here. So, um, so I was trying to. Uh... No, I had a. Matt was like, "Oh, are you still doing?" It? I'm like, "Yeah." But... Okay. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so the one where Ross and Rachel Rachel take a break is season three, episode fifteen. Uh, it aired on February thirteenth, nineteen ninety seven, and it was written by Michael uh, Burkow and is directed by James. Burroughs, our man. Every time he directs one, we always like it. Do you ever notice that? James Burroughs mm, knows what's dude. up. Uh, okay, so um, so this is the first appearance of Chloe. She's often mentioned by the guys as the quote, hot girl from the Xerox place with the belly button ring. 
in the previous episodes, and this is the first time she's actually uh, referred to by name. So this is who they're actually talking about in previous episodes. Hmm. Um, so I mentioned this earlier, and it says, like, Rachel tells Mark she doesn't want a break, but later tells Monica they've broken up. So, yeah, it's just, it's very, I don't know, weird. Maybe it's because um, she's, like, talking, like, I don't want one, but then just stating a fact, like, yeah, we did. Because she hasn't talked to Ross again yet. You that's know true. I mean? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah makes sense um this is the first appearance of isaac who is the brother of phoebe's massage co-worker jasmine we've seen jasmine a couple of times uh, before and um you know it's interesting because it's just like a, a side character um i don't think we ever see isaac again it's just i think they made it so so it like makes sense for the episode honestly um let's see there's not that many like actual facts about this um there's a couple goofs though uh when chandler asks joey for what for the time joey says it's 4 30 however it's dark outside so <laughs> maybe certain time of the year in new york it'll get dark that early but um mm, i guess if it's winter but is it winter i don't know uh i mean he's wearing a sweater but i don't know it's a good question um so I'm gonna go. That's pretty much all the facts for that episode. But the one with the morning after after their air date was February 20th, 97. So they had to wait a full week. Oh man, sucks. It's it was written. Yes, it was written by David Crane and Marta Kaufman, and it was directed by James Burroughs. Again, probably why it's so good is because the creators actually wrote this one, and it was directed by our, our man. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having to wait a week. Oh my god, does that suck? To watch in between. Yes. The buzz. So, uh, some facts. Uh, During the Ross and Rachel breakup, the window above Monica's door is seen open later on in the scene, but presumably so Monica, Chandler, and Joey could easily eavesdrop. Um, I told you this already, but the definitive breakup scene was so emotional that both Schwimmer and Aniston cried after it was shot. So, yes. It means they did their job. Indeed, they did. So, um, and this episode could be considered the two-part episode for the season, um, but they were considered to be two separate episodes. But at the end of the first one, it says to be continued. So, technically, there were two separate ones, but you can put them together if you so desire, because there was a to-be-continued thing on there. Right. There's not, there's like, I wish there was so much more stuff on this, but it's not. Um, oh, this one's okay. Some uh, sites are versions like IMDb and then the season three DVDs call this episodes the one, the morning after, which doesn't make any sense. It says the twice, which whatever. Whoops. It should be the one with the morning after, but some uh, things are the one with the, or yeah, I, I already said it. Whatever. I'm screwing up words. <laughs> Just go back. One, Just rewind if you want to hear that. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, that's pretty much it. Like, there's not really great facts on these ones. I'm sorry. I wish there was. But I get them from fandom. And I just keep that source going. So, yeah. Sweet. That's it. 
because some of them are, are decent, but like they will give spoilers for, for for future episodes. So that's why I'm not really giving out too many. If yeah. anyone was wondering, and if anyone wants to go back and see the whole show, they want to read, I get them off uh, friends.fandom.com. So if you want to read them on your own, that's where I get them. And you can read them so you can see all the spoiler things if you want. But anyway, that's all the facts. Cool. Hooray. That's all the facts. Um, truly the only hypothesis that I have is the one that I already said, where I, I'm thinking it's going to be multiple seasons until they get back together. And this is going to be the only breakup that they have. And then when they get back, they'll be together. They're going to date other peoples. Yeah, they'll definitely date other people. But I actually already knew that. So I knew at least Ross did. So I assume Rachel will. Remember Julie. Yeah, yeah, man. Julie. Is he going to date Chloe? No. I highly <laughs> doubt that. I would be shocked. Yeah, she's not interested in any of that. No. Well, can you give me those socials? Yeah. It's been a minute. You can follow our podcast on Instagram at Friends Watching Friends Pod. Um, Chrissy is the only one with access there. So if you want to chat spoilers, you can do so via Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook at Friends Watching Friends Podcast. And if you would like to throw some support our way on Patreon, you can at patreon.com forward slash Friends Watching Friends Pod. Hooray! You did it! Proud of you. Thanks. Felt good, guys. Felt good. Also, if you want to follow me and Katie, we're on Instagram at the Petrus Family. If you want to follow Chrissy, she's on Instagram at. Oh, that was me. Oh, sorry. Um, Chrissy underscore Camp Rod. Chrissy with no H. I just couldn't remember if it was dot or underscore, so I was like, I'm just gonna let her fill that in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there <underscore>. at. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was cute. Yeah, give uh, give me a follow. I don't really have much going on these days. Um, can we just give a shout out to your child because she turned one yesterday? <laughs> she did. She did. I cannot believe that. She did turn one yesterday. It's wild. Oh, it's wild. Cutest little cookie monster. Oh my god, she's something else. I just love her. But shucks. <laughs> yes thank you for the shout out if she could she would say thank you to the happy <laughs> birthday wish I will make her when she's old enough to know better say thank you your aunts two years ago said <laughs> happy birthday and shouted you out thank them now on the pod do it maybe one day when she starts talking I could be like say hi hi okay go away <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, do we want to go get some coffee? <laughs> yes. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. Merry listening. Christmas. Bye. Merry Bye. Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm assuming that's shit's Creek. No, no, it's from Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Yes. <gasps> Oh my god, I'm such a pro. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now what I
blah, 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 bl